Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi there, I'm Lauren McGinnon with teammates Aliyah Kamalova and Kayleen Holden. Welcome to The Females, a podcast from Career Contessa that delivers helpful, actionable career tips and advice for women so you can be more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. On today's episode, we're talking about informational interviews, one of our favorite tools that can be used anytime in your career, like in a job search, networking, career transition, learning new skills, and the list goes on. We'll also be sharing 15 of our favorite informational interview questions, along with some tips on writing personalized questions for each meeting. And now this is The Females. So before we talk about what is an informational interview, let's just officially welcome Kayleen Holden back to the group. (laughs) Hi, Kayleen. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me back. (laughs) Nothing's changed since you left. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like literally nothing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So in case you guys are new to the podcast or don't remember, Kayleen went on maternity leave basically and had a baby basically the same day that COVID craziness all happened. So yes, my mom was kicked out of the hospital about three hours after my son was born. So it was, was (laughs) we love to hear that. We love to hear that. (laughs) So welcome back, Kayleen. We're really happy to have you. And so now let's talk about informational interviews, which Kayleen, this has been a popular topic on our blog for a long time, right? Yes. I would say it is probably like one of our top three topics that everyone's really interested in. And that's because in case you guys can't tell from the name, an informational interview is essentially when you are interviewing someone, but instead of you know the goal being for a job offer, the goal is information. You are trying to gather information by talking one-on-one with somebody. I know I've talked a lot about informational interviews because that's how I was able to learn about recruiting and then leverage everything I learned from those informational interviews into really a career pivot to working in recruiting at Hulu. Kayleen and Aaliyah, have you guys had success with informational interviews or used them before? I was trying to think about this before the podcast because I knew this would come up. (laughs) But what I remember, I did a lot of informational interviews kind of right after college. So a lot of the times it was like my former professors, like I would like go to lunch and because they're usually, they knew me or like my work and then usually were just interesting people. So that truly was really helpful because 
I don't think I actually went into any of the fields that like they taught or anything, but it was still really interesting just to hear like someone that's super well-established in their career talk about a specific thing, like truly anything. (laughs) I feel like that was super helpful. And I'm sure throughout the years, I've just randomly met up with people. I just can't think of like, I don't know, can't think of a specific (laughs) instance. I definitely, I did a couple of informational interviews when I I moved from the East Coast to San Francisco, like almost 10 years ago. And I I did it then and I found it really helpful. And like, I didn't get a job out of it, but I found it really inspirational. I Mm -hmm. reached out to someone who I thought would never in a million years say yes. And she did. And I just remember being so young and so, (laughs) so grateful for it. So it was really cool. I think one of the things about informational interviews that I like the most too is that it can take the pressure Mm -hmm. off like in all these examples we're giving, which is especially right now with coronavirus and a lot of people job searching, I think there's a lot of pressure and we're hearing all this advice about informational interviews, like network, network, network. And it's like, but you want to do it the right way and you want to be really impressive with the way you ask the questions because they can turn into job offers. They don't always, but I always tell the story of the person who took my job at Hulu when I left. It was actually someone I had an informational interview with about nine months prior. So Yes, you can use informational interviews just to learn more about, you know, career opportunities, just to talk to people you're interested in. You can also use them to learn more about what it's like to work at a certain company. These are all really good, you know, opportunities. The goal should be information, but just because your goal is to gather information, your goal should also be to leave a lasting impression. And one of the ways that you can do that is by asking really smart questions. We're going to go over a list in, in just a second, but one thing I always say is sort of best practices is when you reach out for that informational interview, make sure that, and they say yes, and you start thinking about the questions, be sure to understand like, what is your learning goal? So when you leave this 20 or 30 minute conversation, what is it that you're hoping to accomplish? We also have a template on Career Contessa that we can put in the show notes for how to reach out and ask for an informational interview. So if this is a topic that you've been considering, we're big fans of it. It can be really helpful right now for figuring out your next career move, your pivot, your networking, all that good stuff. But let's talk about the 15 great questions that you can at least consider asking in your next informational interview to stand out and be impressive. Here are some general questions that should work well regardless of industry or the person's professional background. Just make sure that they are relevant to the person by doing thorough research on their work in advance. So informational interview question number one, can you tell me a bit about your career path and what led you to the role you're in today? I think this is a great opening line to ask. I also think the one piece of advice I would say is unless this is like a well-known person where they already have shared over and over and over again, like tell me about your career path and what got, like I'm using myself as an example, right? Like you don't need to ask me, how did you start Career Contessa? Because it's already been mentioned many times. And so while I think this is a great intro question, I just want to give that like hey, FYI, this is the only time where you maybe wouldn't want to ask that yeah. question. And I mean, you can also show that you, like, you've done your with this question where it's like, hey, I noticed that you were in this field for 10 years and why are you like, what made you switch to this industry? Like if you notice something like that, that's like yeah. specific about their career path because generally people just enjoy talking about themselves. So um, they do. Like a great just <laughs> <What>? initial <laughs> question. I think you can really like thoughtfully tailor this question to still be asking the same question, but, but have a little tidbit about them that shows that you did your homework basically. 
obviously I think that shows like an appreciation that you're there to begin with. Totally agree. All right. Informational interview question number two is what are some of your early roles in the field? And you'll also want to include the follow-up question, which is what did you learn there that helps you today? And this question is really meant to help you get an idea of where you'll need to start if you're new to the field, but it's also a good way to learn more about how linear or even not linear this person's career path was, which can be also, I mean, Kayleen was talking about how it can also be really inspiring to have informational interviews. Sometimes hearing that someone didn't have a linear career path can excite you because you're like, cool, they are in their dream job and their path is similar to mine. I think also it's like, if you learn from, by asking like, what did you learn there that helps? It could open up to like specific things from the company or field, like skills, or it could be like, I made this mistake and this is why. So it's like, you're learning from their mistake, which is like, perfect. You don't have to make those. You can make your own mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. make your own. Informational interview question number three. What does a workday look like for you? This is the best chance you'll have to see what every day is like for the role you're interested in. If she says she's working 14 hours a day and you're not interested, you can start looking into other roles. Yeah, I feel like people will probably always tell you, oh, there's no such thing as a typical day. So if they say that, you can be like, you know, if you had to summarize your week with like the most important priorities, what are they? So that's another option for this question too. I think also compared to a regular job interview and an informational interview, this will be like the most unfiltered version maybe of a typical workday because I feel like at a job interview, they'll probably give a pretty polished response of like, oh, our hours are yes to this (laughs) and like, you know, But if you talk to someone's like personal experience about someone's personal experience, it could be like, yeah, well, sometimes I'm working on the weekends and this happens. But, you know, so you get a more like honest answer for that question. Informational interview question number four. What are some big projects you're working on now or that you finished up in the last few months? Projects are likely what will keep the job interesting. So you want to know what he or she has been working on. Plus, it gives you a good sense of the priorities of the role and company. So yeah, this is like similar to the last question, right? Like you get a more honest response than you would at a job interview maybe or a more in-depth response. I think this would be particularly interesting right now too during COVID. Like Mm -hmm. they might even be able to share like, well, here's what projects all of a sudden shifted because of coronavirus, which if you then go for an interview at some point at this company, you could really use that insider knowledge to your advantage. Mm -hmm. Especially if, if they're working on a project that like, comes to like this amazing fruition later and you could yeah circle back to that which would be I feel an impressive part of a regular interview yeah, yeah. and I think also it's just like a good little tidbit of like what projects to include on your resume if you're trying yeah. to transition to an industry and you're like oh I did something similar to that I can reframe it in a way that's similar to what this person is telling me um, and that'll help your job search Informational interview question number five is what do you enjoy most about the work you do slash what are you most excited about right now? And while this question is similar to number four, the answer may not be. So what the person enjoys about her work could be completely unexpected. And it's a really great way to really get the person to open up more talking about something that they like and they enjoy. Yeah, I feel like this goes back to my everyone like talking about themselves. (laughs) I feel like this is, yeah, just a good way to get to know them as a person too, where it's just like what excites them that may not be really relevant to like specifically something you would be doing later, but it's just a good way to get to know someone. 
I think excitement also is a good way to kind of unearth something that they might not like have had off the top of their head when they're talking about their job responsibilities or like a project they're working on. They could be like, oh, you know, I'm starting this maybe like women's leadership group and I'm really excited about that. And maybe it's not like a function of the job, but it could tell you more about the company culture too, which is really valuable. Informational interview question number six, what do you enjoy the least? Or is there something that surprised you about the role when you first started? Sometimes you'll get someone who's willing to get pretty candid about the downsides of their job. An informational interview is, after all, a fairly informal conversation. Still, if the person starts to balk about talking about their least favorite element, saying something like, oh, I really like everything I do, you can shift the question to what surprised them instead. Most people have an answer for this. This is where you get the really juicy information. (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully they're willing to share. And then this is like what you said, Aaliyah, is like they definitely don't usually share this information in a job interview because they want you to think that everything is amazing and you will love everything about what you do here. Informational interview question number seven. What skills do you think are most important for someone interested in a job like yours? So take careful note of these, especially the ones you don't technically have. And you'll want to use this information to fill gaps in your skill set before applying for similar jobs. Yep. Yep. You'll know exactly what skills gaps you need to focus on, which is good. So you're not trying to fill everything. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is good for like those quote unquote hard skills too, just because sometimes there's so many listed (laughs) for job postings where it's like, you need to know this, this software, this software, this software. I feel like I've seen on like Twitter, people posting job listings where for like tech, for example, where it's like, need to be proficient for like nine plus years on this software, but the software came out like a year ago. So (laughs) um, where it's like, there's some disconnect, I guess, between whoever's making the job listings and who are actually working within that department or job. So I feel like, especially with like technical skills like that, and it's like, you can really be able to speak to someone and be like, okay, I'm like kind of good at this, like Adobe Premiere, but I know this. Is that similar? And like you just get a more like, again, more unfiltered answer than you would at a job interview because I don't think they're going to go into like the nuances of like you use this amount of this software a day or whatever. So I think this is a good to be like, what what do you use in a day or something and frame skills in that sense? Yeah, I think whatever softwares or skills they name first too, that's a key indicator of what they use the most because that was what was fresh on their mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So informational interview question number eight is, do you think there's a personality type that's not well-suited for this kind of career? As he or she is answering, try to be honest with yourself. If if the role requires, you know, it, it, like a really, really type A personality and you're a dreamer with a capital D, then it might not be the role for you. Right. And that's actually a good thing because trying to figure out what you want to do, sometimes the best way to do that is by figuring out things that you don't want to do also. Yeah, I think I almost think your don't list is kind of an overlooked part of the job search process that people should create first. Just your nots, your I will not do this, especially if it's something you've done before. It's kind of recognizing those things and and looking for the red flags, especially in an informational interview. Informational interview question number nine. What are some of the biggest challenges you face day to day? As you listen, do these challenges excite you or do they sound horrible? Yeah, I feel like this is another one where you get some juicy stuff, <laughs> potentially. I want to go to an informational answer. interview now. <laughs> just to get I know, <laughs> seriously. Just get gossip on everyone's 
careers. <laughs> well, and I'm sure right now the answers for this question a lot is going to be something related to coronavirus, which could be sort of interesting just to understand like, how is this company being impacted by it? Again, you could use that to your advantage if you go for an interview or you, you know, are thinking about how you can tailor your resume and cover letter, et cetera. Informational interview question 10 what about the biggest rewards? So besides the challenges, what about the biggest rewards? The answer here might vary from emotional to monetary. So listen carefully and see if the answer gives you a feel-good vibe. I think too with this, you have to remember that this answer is going to be very personal. So that's why we're saying like it could vary from like, you know, I feel real, I, I feel like I'm working with my purpose or I'm paid a lot of money mm-hmm. and that's important to me. So just remember like, their answer doesn't have to align with you because you guys are different people. I would say uh, maybe a red flag here, though, it would be unlike the last question. If someone really struggles to answer this, then that's worth worth investigating. If they're like, <laughs> yeah. uh, mm, you know, <laughs> they go, why am <laughs> I at find- this job? <laughs> Informational interview question number 11. What do you wish you'd known when you were starting out in this career or role? And yeah, you want to know this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to know, hey, can I skip any of the steps that they maybe couldn't skip, you know? And I, I think this goes back to your point, Aaliyah, too, where people love to give advice mm-hmm. and they love to talk about themselves. So this one should be fairly simple for the person to answer. Informational interview question number 12. Where do you see yourself in five or 10 years? You know how people say something like, if you can't see yourself in your boss's role, you should quit. You want this answer to align with your own goals. If you're hoping to stay long-term at a big company, you'll want to hear that they have the same plan. If you want to wind up working for yourself someday, it would be good to hear if that's something they can see themselves doing as well. Yeah, this is another interesting uh, COVID response question where it's like, do any of us know anymore? (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's more about like kind of the trajectory of their career rather than like in five years, I want to have this and this or something, but more about like what direction they want to head within their career. Because yeah, everyone's kind of been changing their plans recently. I also look at this as, is this a company where people think about planning their futures Mm -hmm. here? Like, is that a thing here? Or does like nobody stays longer than six months and so no one ever gets that far? So, I mean, I guess you would only get that comparison if you ended up having like two informational interviews with people at the same company. But I I find that depending on what you want could be really important. Mm -hmm. Informational interview question number 13. Do you have any recommendations for other people I should talk to or other resources I should explore? If you're lucky, they'll introduce you to another contact, but it's also great to just hear what sites you should be reading or newsletters you should subscribe to. The goal is to have some ideas of what to do, read, or try next. I think also, depending on what they recommend to you, that's an a really awesome way to like stay in touch with the person. So you can be like, oh, you recommended I read this book and I read it and I loved it. So write down the things that they tell you. And then remember that those can be kind of your gateway to your follow-up emails after the thank you email. Number 14 is, are there any questions I'm not asking that I should be? Love this question. Sometimes you've missed a big element of the work simply because you didn't ask in quite the right way. And maybe you just don't know what you don't know. So this is a really nice way to also kind of start to end the informational interview and see if there's any glaring items that you've missed. And this is like a trick question for a list of 15 questions. <laughs> it's like the asking a genie that you wish for more wishes. It's like, <laughs> yeah. um, I love that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I do think this is another way to just have people 
share whatever else they need to share that you may not have covered earlier. Informational interview question number 15. Would it be all right for us to stay in touch? Whether that's through LinkedIn or through an occasional email, it's always nice to turn an informational interview into an ongoing networking connection or in an ideal scenario, a potential mentor. Can't emphasize this one enough. You want to stay in touch with them. I don't have to retell the story, but the person that got my job was someone who stayed in touch. You just never know. And the art in the informational interview is all about not just creating that first informational interview, but the connection afterward and the follow-up. And that's also, by the way, you guys, how you at some point build enough of a relationship where you can ask the person to forward your resume along or if they have a referral or, or you know, favors, basically. So you also want to include three to five questions specific to the person and the company. So we can't stress this enough beyond the standard informational interview questions. You're going to want to thoroughly research the person you're meeting as well as their company. So head to the company website, but also LinkedIn is a really good place to research the company so that you can plan specific questions on current projects or on the person's professional background. So for example, you might research them on LinkedIn and kind of what Aliyah said earlier, you might say, oh, I noticed that you worked at this company or you had this major and you get to show off that background. And also another thing to think about with the company is like, if the company just came out with a huge announcement and you've researched it, you can you know, show that off in your questions too. Like, oh, I, I know like the, the question about projects, you could be like, I know your company just launched, you know, HBO Max. What was that project like or something? So it shows that you're like up to date and know, know what you're talking about and doing your research. Mm-hmm. And here are some other topics and ideas to consider. Although obviously you should think of the questions that are the most useful to you and will help serve your career. But some ideas are to ask them about their earliest internship or roles. Like, oh, I saw on LinkedIn that you interned at Google before graduating. Did you find that internship helpful for finding jobs later? You can ask about volunteer work or professional organizations. You know, I noticed you're a member of AIGA. Have you found that helpful? And then somewhat personal questions are okay as long as you tread lightly. Something like, I hope you don't mind me asking, but I know you're a working mom. I'd like to have children as well someday. How have you found that navigating a career in this field as a mom? So I feel like you can kind of suss that one out. Yeah, tread lightly. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Don't forget that you want to wind down in a timely fashion. So pick and choose the questions that are the most important to you and keep an eye on time. Informational interviews are meant to be no longer than 20, 25 minutes. So you'll want to find a logical place to cut yourself off if you notice you're running long. And then, of course, you want to thank them when you're through. And we mean twice. So say thank you as you say goodbye. But you also want to write them a follow-up thank you note as well. And make sure to stay in touch if you asked if you could. It's good to set a calendar notification on your phone for one or three months so you don't forget to just kind of, again, stay top of mind with a person. All right, let's recap quickly some best practices for informational interviews. One, remember your goal is to collect information, not a job offer. Two, 15 great informational interview questions that you can and should tailor to the person you're interviewing. And three, The importance of keeping your interview concise and always, always sending a post-informational interview thank you note. Let's take a quick break so you can hear me out on something. I know that updating your resume can be the worst. Like, what do you share? What do you leave off? How long should your resume be? Do you really need to tailor it for every single job? 
Oh, and can someone else, just really anybody else, just please write this resume for me. Updating your resume is a pain, but the benefits of a dazzling resume are pretty compelling. That's why we created the 24-hour resume makeover, and that's why it's our best-selling course ever. Isn't it time you give your resume that glow up it deserves? Did you know that the average recruiter spends less than 10 seconds scanning a resume? Use this course to make those seconds count and land your resume in the yes pile. Head over to careercontested.com backslash courses to enroll in the 24-hour resume makeover course today. Design a stunning resume, stand out to recruiters, and land that job. All right, now let's get back to the show. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Females. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review. We absolutely love hearing from you all. And as a special thank you, there's still time to enter our career coaching session giveaway. So a career coaching session is valued at $200 and you can work with any career contessa coach of your choice. To win the coaching session, all you need to do is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and tell us one thing you've learned since listening to The Females. And be sure to leave your Instagram handle at the end of the message so that we can DM you that you're the winner and how can we send you your coaching session. Only one winner will be selected. Non-US residents can also enter and you have until August 18th, 2020 to enter the giveaway. If you're looking for more tools related to questions and interviews, be sure to download our job interview flashcards. We've included 31 common, uncommon, and unique questions with ideas for how to answer them so you can ace your next interview. We link to those free flashcards in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe to The Females so you never miss an episode.